Yes Have Some Podcast is brought to you by Carnivorous Creations, your one-stop shop for all of your proton pack building needs. If you're in the market for a proton pack, head to carnivoruscreations.com. That's carnivorous with a K. You're going to find aluminum motherboards, resin parts, fiberglass shells, and a whole lot more. Find them on Facebook at Carnivorous Creations or head straight to carnivoruscreations.com. Remember carnivorous with a K and get started on an authentic screen accurate proton pack. Do you want some uh, coffee, Mr. Tully? Do I? Yes, have some. Yes, have some. We got one! It's time for another episode of Yes, Have Some Podcast. Look at him in really bad shape. Come on, please, please. Your weekly pop culture therapy session. Give me, give me, give me. I need, I need. Subscribe on iTunes by searching for Yes, Have Some in the iTunes store or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash yes, have some cast. Sick vandalism. That is a deliberate mutilation of a public service message. And now, hold on to your butts and get ready to get stressed with your hosts, Craig Goldberg, Abigail Gardner, and Jacob Walsh. We're mutants. There's something wrong with us. Something very, very wrong with us. Hey guys, what's up? Happy 75th anniversary. It's Yes, Have Some Podcast. <laughs> Thank you. I feel like the staff should come out and sing to us at this point. Yes. 37? <laughs> Can you believe oh, that? Do you remember? We were... Did, we were did. I'm French dude. now. I remember episode 37 because we kept saying 37. 37. Yeah. Uh, I remember like, 38 too because Jake did 38, which is from Gremlins 2, yes. which I recently watched and I was like, that's what Jake was doing and, and I like it. 75, we've got just... It's our... We're just proud of ourselves. 75, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, how, okay. That's just a milestone. So, so yeah, yeah, we're, we're going to be coming up quickly on the second year anniversary, which is very cool. Uh, so, happy 75th episode, everybody. Uh, everybody still looks good. You're here? I'm here. How are you? Good evening. I'm great. Good. I'm doing good. I've uh, had a very enjoyable, relaxing day investing in my hobbies. I read a lot of Pet Cemetery, and I just watched a... Uh, a fan Ooh. film Wait, that we're going to get into. Are you telling me that your hobby is undead pets? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Previously dead, now walking. Very smelly pets. Very smelly pets. Mm-hmm. They uh, smell well, a little bit. Dude, they stink. It's Papa like a hot stink and the tail curls around your leg. Dude, that <laughs> moment when uh, Lewis is like in the garage and like all the lights are out and like, oh God, it's fucked mm-hmm. up and I like it. Yeah. I'm really into it. I'm at like the halfway point right now, Jake. It's a good so. book. Mm-hmm. It's a good book. Yeah, dude. Jake. Yo. What what uh what are you? Ooh, How I'm are stressed. you? You got some stress? I'm, I'm fucking actually stressed. Okay. Real yeah. stress. Are you reading anything right now? Are you reading a book too? Um, I am. I'm reading uh Salem's Lot, which oh, cool, is dude. very scary. I'm right around halfway through it. Mm-hmm. And some shit is going down. Okay. Yeah, dude. Uh, do you need to talk to anybody? You need to go to any kind of therapy group? Need a group? Yeah. Yeah, uh, we started I'm, a group, so I'm thinking about I'm thinking about becoming a vampire. Oh, oh okay. I that's think good. I'm gonna you know cool. I think that's gonna happen. Jake, yeah. do you like real quick, this is way off topic. Do you like vampires? I mean they're fine. Uh, it's but like everyone it thinks about they're, uh they're, they're they're not they're not like my go to. Right. You know, mm-hmm. but there's some very good vampire there's movies good, out there right, and there's some mm-hmm. good stuff there's a lot of good stuff uh, i'm not yeah there's blade there's blade 2 
Blade mm-hmm. Two, Blade Three. Yep. And there's mm-hmm. a Blade Three, yeah. There's so, a Blade Three. So that's three right there. There's a Vampire in Brooklyn. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh huh. Okay. What's the Kate Beckinsale? There's John Car- okay. There's John Carpenter's Vampires with yes. uh, John Bon Jovi. Okay. Interview. Very good one. Interview um, with Vampire. Hey, yep. Vampire no. Diaries. For those of you who are <laughs> watching that show, all like the, me. No, there there's some good stuff. It's not it's not my he he was never like my favorite of like the Universal monsters, but I definitely can get into some vampire stuff and Wait, hold on i like he's how best dressed can we say that i like how we we keep saying he no one has said his name dracula no you don't Wait. say his name for the for the for the sake of our argument we're just gonna call him vampire okay vampire <laughs> mr vamp mr vampire there's, okay. there's frankenstein's monster Bride of Frankenstein. And vampire. And vampire. And the monk. Mr. Vampire, yes. Mr. Vampire. <laughs> Mr. vampire. Uh, For our branding, he's Mr. Vampire. Uh, because, you know, we don't want to get sued. No. Okay. Uh, right. We're like a flea right. market so, Mr. Vampire. Um, so, Jake, you're reading Salem's Lot. Abby's reading... Uh, Pet Cemetery. Pet and Cemetery. I'm, I'm jealous of Jake because I've been wanting to read Salem's Lot for a long time because that's one of his, like, earlier ones. So, yeah. I'm trying to go semi-chronological if I can. So. Does anybody want... Does yeah. anybody want to ask me if I'm reading a book? Hey. Oh, Craig. <laughs> yeah. What do you read? Well, I decided to hop on the To old... move past the first five pages of the stand. Hey, hold on. Uh-huh. I am hopping on the Stephen King train. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm just, I'm jealous. I'm envious of what you guys have. I feel like there's a bond that I'm missing out mm-hmm. on. Uh, so I was perusing the old uh, Stephen King shelf. At the uh, local living room, yeah, right. And I decided to go. I'm I'm a fan of the B sides. I'm a fan of the ones people don't talk about as much. So I picked up uh, Eyes of the Dragon or the <laughs> Eyes of the Dragon, okay, which is a Stephen King uh, fantasy novel from 1984. Yeah, yeah. And I am 20 pages in. Yeah, which ooh. And how's how gonna, is it? How you hey, how's it going? Um, getting right into it. You're into the meat of that the, book. The story that Steve, or at least the like short anecdote that Stephen King mentioned when we saw him at that speaking event recently, when he talked, he said he didn't remember writing Eyes of the Dragon. He's like, don't ask me any questions about that one. Well, which is funny. I don't really remember reading the first twenty pages. (laughs) It's taken me two weeks. Got it. it. Uh, No, no, no. I'm like not a reader, Greg. I can. He's like, yeah. I, I, I've read stuff. (laughs) Intermittent reader, right? I, Casual reader. I don't read a lot of fantasy. Uh, I don't watch a lot of fantasy. Game of Thrones is like my only point of reference. So as I'm reading the yeah. book, anytime that says like it said the word king, and I was like, oh, I know about kings. I yeah. know kings. Yeah. There were two kings. Yeah, yeah, Game of Thrones. Yeah, fantasy. It's not my go-to. I read the Lord of the Rings uh, books, The Hobbit. Obviously, I grew up on C.S. Lewis. Um, I remember reading some of these like Shattered Realms, like that were kind of like cheesy, like pulpy paperback fantasy books that my brother would lend me, which I kind of liked. And they had, like, some, like, fun adult stuff in it. So Just some good fun. Yeah, I was probably, like, 12, and it was kind of exciting. But Very fantasy good. isn't my thing either. But you know what? Good for you, Craig. Good <laughs> for those dragons. Uh, Father of dragons. Jake. Yo. You mentioned at the top of the show, which was just minutes yeah. ago, that you had some minutes actual uh, stress going on. What's, uh, yeah. what's up? What's up, man? Well... Well, I think uh, I think it's probably something the three of us share, okay. um, and not just because like stress is like just a natural human thing. I think right. specifically, this stress is something that maybe all of us are feeling right now. 
Um, a community uh, stress. Mutual it's burden. A it's a communal stress. A week from today, right? Is it a week from today? It's a week from recording this. I just, uh, I just, made, it, I just made it worse. That made it ten dude. times worse. A week from today... We are driving to Orlando. We are checking into a hotel. We're going to we're going to have this fun little trip in Orlando, but we're going to Spooky Empire on Saturday, which is great, but um so like we've been going to these cons for, you know, for a while, going to been going to Dragon Con for years, and usually there's just like one guest here or there that you want to get a picture with. And like so Spooky Empire this year, it's pretty good, and we've already talked about it. Richard Dreyfus is going to be there. Chris, the, the woman who played Chrissy, Susan Blackline from Jaws, is going to be there. Four of the kids from the new It are going to be there. And, and on top of being stressed out about, like, what do I get them to sign? Because that movie's pretty new. There's not a whole lot of stuff yet. Um, one thing I thought about getting signed was this poster – uh, from the UK, but I, mine hasn't come in yet. So that's probably not going to happen. Yeah. Um, on top of that, what do we do about pictures? Do we do, can we do pictures at the table? They don't tell you that until you get there. You can do, you know, uh, photo ops, the professional photo ops, and those are up for pre-order and you know, they're fucking expensive. And very then, expensive. you know, yeah. it's very expensive. Plus it's like Richard Dreyfus plus the four other kids. Like, what do you do? Do right. you just wait mm. and try to get pictures at the table? Jake, or, or do you, you wait go ahead? longer and you follow them to their room. <laughs> then you get the pictures outside of their room like I'm going to It's just stressful. It's just stressful because like yeah. I would rather get pictures at the table, not just because that's usually cheaper, but just because those look less awkward to me. Than like um, I've, I've, never, high I've, never, I've never done a professional photo oh, op before. Oh, it's, they yeah, always yeah. look they always look awkward to me no matter what. Dude, unless they're like really Jake funny. Um, so... But I'm like, I think I might have to do those because what if, what if I don't buy a professional photo op and then get there, they're not doing table photos and then the professional photos could be sold out by that point. So you're just left mm-hmm. with nothing. Mm-hmm. Whew. Yeah. So, you know, it's stressful Dude, trying to figure stressful. out what to do. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So the professional photo ops are very strange in that, uh, it's an awkward setting. We haven't really done a lot of them. You've done... No, I just mentioned that I did one with Dave Batista, which it's like, it is a huge financial investment. And you're like herded like cattle. I told the story, I remember, because it was like for my birthday a year ago. Yeah. And yeah. they always have that weird, like light blue velvet, uh, like crushed velvet background that looks like a high school photo. And you're like posed with this person. And there's really no organic moment to like have conversation. And I remember that I was like, you're my favorite character. And that's like all I can say. And I still regret the moment. And I immediately hated the photo when I first saw it. Cause I was like, dude, it was well, just reminded me of a stressful moment. Yeah, exactly. You, you get, get one shot. shot and my bang separated, which is just very upsetting oh, for me. My bang, bang piece stress. is very important. Oh, so boy. just be careful. Carry a mirror <laughs> and a comb, you know, it's uh, important. So both of my co-hosts have complained to me in the past after taking a photo with a, someone that they met that I did not inform them that their hair wasn't correct. Oh, wait. Did this happen with Jake? This happened with Jake. What happened with Lynn? It, it happened to Dragon Con. Jake and I are pretty, pretty princesses. We, uh... When, 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 oh, it's good. When I went down with Jake to the, uh... This is so funny. When I went down with Jake to the, uh... The Walk of Fame at Dragon Con to meet, uh... The Critters guys. What are their names? Yeah, the Kaido brothers. Yeah. There you go. Uh, 
Jake got his picture with them. <laughs> I took a couple pictures, and uh, we were walking away, and I thought they looked pretty good. And he looks at me and goes, I wish you would have told me my hair looks <laughs> Oh, Jake, I didn't know that happened. That makes me love you more. It was oh, amazing. God. It was amazing. It was really funny. Oh. Uh, but, and we all know what it's like to take a bad picture just yeah. in general. Yeah, it happened mm-hmm. with you and Jason Lee. Oh, my you God. You can talk about that. That wasn't a paid <laughs> photo op, picture. but it was a Let's weird Jason Lee, we should post we should post, right. we should post on uh, the Yes Have Some page all of our like worst pictures that we've taken. Yeah, with yeah. That we that were I, like, uh, sounds good. Embarrassed of my uh, my day job that I work, uh, the company that I work for, uh, you know, they bring in celebrity guest speakers sometimes from all various walks of uh, not always actors, but sometimes you know they do mini TED talks. Yeah, like little inspirational mm-hmm. talks. People who run companies, people who uh, have done cool stuff with design, mm-hmm. uh, etc. And they brought Jason Lee in uh, from Mallrats and My Name Is Earl and all those movies. Um, and the pretzel handshake. Yeah, the <laughs> I was gonna give him. I was gonna be like, uh, anybody want a chocolate covered pretzel? <laughs> I didn't though. I chickened out. I'm sure he's never heard that before. <laughs> but anyways, that might have made the picture better. <laughs> he was there as a speaker, and the stupid thing is, I knew he was gonna be there. I knew I was gonna get my picture with him. And I wore like this ratty shirt that I'd been wearing all week, and I was going, I was having a fat week. I wasn't feeling good <laughs> about puff myself. Day. And uh, puff day. My hair was really uh, overgrown, and I was wearing a hat, and I really don't wear hats very often. And uh, my beard was overgrown, and I remember I took the picture and I looked at it, and I was like, "Oh, <laughs> is that?" I just didn't feel good about it, and I was like, "Well, you." It like I, surprises you, like I was like, know. "Oh, cool." There's Jason Lee, and uh, you're. And a Jason homeless Lee guy. Just took a picture. <laughs> Dumb <laughs> asshole. Uh, it's good. So, it's fine. It's fine. So yeah, we all know what it's like. We can all relate to the. the you got to primp. You got to preen. Have a backpack. That's what I've learned. Have your little mirror. So Jake. Spray. Yeah. We're gonna go in. We're gonna be prepared, right? Yeah. The, the four kids yeah, from for it, sure. Uh, it's uh, we we mentioned it on our last episode uh, that we did with Dan Schoening, uh talking Freddy Krueger this week. Uh, you guys can all find that in the archives. Mm-hmm. It's the most recent episode. It's in your dreams. It's in your dreams. Uh, we <laughs> talked about the four kids. So it's gonna be. Uh, Sophia Lillis, who played Bev, and oh. then the kid who played Bill, and Stan, and Ben. Those four kids. So, like, yeah. we're talking... You got the love triangle. So it's choice like, holy losers, grail. Choice losers yeah. club mm-hmm. members here. They're charging 100... Although, let's be honest, Eddie and Richie are, like, I'm very sad. They're great. They're, they're phenomenal. Them. And Mike. And Bill Skarsgård. And Mike. You know, Bill Skarsgård from it. I can't wait. I wish he was there. Anyway, moving on. Poor Mike Hamlin. Ah, I know. No one breaks him up. Golly. Oh, man. Hey, you know what I was thinking? They should get Favorite character in the play. book. They should yeah. get OJ to play uh, older Mike <laughs> Ah, No, I loved him he in the book, too. He needs a job. Go listen to our It review. We talked a lot of Mike, so. All right. Uh, in our defense. It's $150 for these four kids. Now, my rule of thumb in life is never pay more than $100 to take a picture with four children. Mm-hmm. That's just something I live by. Nah. Uh, that's a lot of money, That's a right? good roll. Yeah, that's a good chunk of change. How do you guys feel about that well, price Well, because they're little. I mean, it's expensive, but it is four of the main characters from the biggest horror movie of all time. That also, mm-hmm. on top of being the biggest horror movie of all time, it's it, and it's something that we really, really love. So... It's like you know, it's not. It's to me, one hundred and fifty doesn't seem 
ridiculous. It's just that it's that plus it's going to be whatever Richard Dreyfus is, plus the ticket to get in, plus the autograph. You know what I mean? It's just everything builds up. That's right. The and doesn't it kind of, right, right. Well, it kind of feels almost like payback because wasn't it only a year ago at the same convention that all the kids from Stranger Things were going to be there but like because of inclement weather? This is a hurricane. Well, yeah. yeah, the whole thing there was, was going to be. So this is payback. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In yeah. some it way, was... it's like the biggest kids from the biggest thing. Retribution. Retribution. Retribution, yeah, exactly. Thank you. That's what so they should, should call it this year, Spooky Empire. Take back the night. Retribution. Yes. Hey, I'm going to go up to Richard Dreyfus and be like, hey, uh, all four kids from it are here. How come your Jaws co-stars aren't here? <laughs> That's Wait, awful. Jake, can you talk about the thing with the picture? That is awful. Why would I say that? Uh, oh, yeah. But the whether <laughs> you're going to include the shark in the photo with... Because I feel like I need to. I need answers on that, and I feel like well, you need uh, answers. Can you can you uh, can you repeat the question, please? Yes, it will. Uh, the photo op with Richard Dreyfus isn't there like an option to take a picture with a shark, and you don't know what? Okay, that so means? well, when I looked up, when I was looking at the pre-orders, the only option for Richard Dreyfus was with a shark. There was no, mm-hmm. and I <laughs> guess I guess the other one isn't. It's just not available as a pre-order, I guess. But it just said Richard Dreyfus with. Jaws shark prop. I don't. don't I have no is. fucking clue what that is. What is that? Yeah, that could be anything. I'm so stressed out. About I don't know. I don't know because, like, yeah, it could be something stupid that you could get there and be like, "Wait, I don't want that in my picture." Or Jake. I know Spooky Empire at one point had um they had a life size replica of Bruce, like the like a bust, mm. like it was just his head, and uh, they had a couple other Jaws things. And I'm like, what if it's that? What if it's the big life-size Bruce? That would be amazing. Yeah, but, but you should also bring knows? your barrel just in case. Right. <laughs> just like, can I use this instead? Yeah, I don't know. I, I feel it's very like stressful. It's weird that just having a, a prop in the picture with you adds $20 to the cost of the picture. Yeah. Uh, wait, it's not like but they're having wait, to pay the prop to just, be there. Yeah, but now Abby just said I should bring my barrel for the picture. Wait, should I? Should yes. I like bring my barrel and be like, "Hey, Richard Dreyfus, like lean on my barrel, <laughs> like for the picture, mm-hmm. like what? holy shit, oh. Jake, hold on, that I would maybe it. be yes. amazing." Then you can split the cost with the barrel, <laughs> first of all. So because barrels this is gotta it. pay, Jake. You show up to Spooky. We're yeah. gonna be there the day of, right? We walk yeah. in with your barrel, and you say, "Hey, Spooky Empire." I will loan you this barrel for all photo ops for the weekend for free passes and free photo ops. This is a Zach Morris move. I love it. You think that'll work? Yes. Hey, email him right now. Let's email him I will email Spooky tonight and be like, listen, I I have access to a production-used barrel from the movie Jaws from Universal We're all going to float in on the barrel's coattails like little buoys. We're gonna we're gonna be rolling through the Hyatt Regency Orlando with our barrel. Barrel gets us into everything. Barrels in the hot tub. We're in the hot tub at the party afterwards. Barrels in the bar. Kids. Uh, It's gonna be great. I'm eighty percent serious about this idea. Me too. So So. I want to finish up and get this email set. Hey, we gotta hash that and get that barrel. Yeah. I was about to say we're gonna have to pack that car tight. We're gonna put that barrel in there. Ticket to ride. Okay. We can do it. I'm not not opposed to it. I do like the idea of a bunch of people swimming in the pool at the Hyatt, and I was just tossing the barrel in. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> oh my god. Uh, this is great. I love so, it. So, yeah, it's going to be a really fun convention. Uh, they've got great guests. Obviously, we've been talking about it, uh, children, it children, the mm-hmm. it kids. Which Losers Club. The Losers Club. Uh, Richard Dreyfuss will be there. Uh, Molly Ringwald and Anthony Michael Hall are going to be there. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, and all sorts of people, all sorts of uh, uh, horror movie actors and actresses. And uh, I've never been to Spooky, so it's going to be it's going to be a really good time. Uh, yeah, it'll be, a, be a very fun weekend. But that is some real stress because it it can be pricey to obtain yeah. these autographs and uh, photo ops. Mm-hmm. But and also mm-hmm. what you're getting signed. I've thought about getting my Georgie, the SS Georgie, the paper boat. And That's whether a good it's idea, big I enough, I don't. Yeah, I think it is too. It's been with me. Um, it was with me when I saw it's been the movie. With you your whole life. No, it was Sorry. made by a friend on Facebook who was kind enough um, to send it to me. And I, uh, yeah, it was with me when I saw the movie. It was with me at the event that I mentioned in Sarasota when we saw Stephen King recently in my uh, copy of Pet Cemetery in my backpack. So if yeah, it's you, special. Is that Dragon Con too? You, if you use that and get that signed, you just need to make sure they all sign the same side of it. So that way you can Agreed. frame it, because mm-hmm. it would and suck if like yeah. one. It would suck if like one signed the other side, and you're like, "Oh, cool! Now I can't frame it." Yeah. And every time you go to get it signed, I'm gonna lean it. Whoever's signing it, I'm gonna lean it and go, "Yeah, we try to get Georgie to sign it, but uh, you know the whole one arm thing." Uh, I'm gonna keep saying it over <laughs> and over. Or just every time you Ooh. hand it to them, you can every time you hand it to them to sign it, you can go here, take it. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait. Or, uh, or, uh, hey, will you sign this? Tim Curry's better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but can we please talk about what we wanted to do with Jeremy Ray Taylor, the Ben Hanscom? Oh, yes. If yes, we yes, find yes. him? Well, uh, we were talking about how pricey the autographs and the, uh, his photo name ops is Jeremy were. Ray Taylor, right? Yeah, That's Jeremy Ray Taylor. Yeah. Actor, mm-hmm. model, Jeremy, Jeremy Ray Taylor. God is number one. Um, <laughs> it's on his Instagram. He's great. <laughs> we talked about maybe, you know, scoping him out in the uh, hotel room and if we happen to run into him and, you know, try to get him to oblige for an autograph or yeah. photo op. If he doesn't cooperate, maybe... Uh, Do a little know, Bowers gang. A little Bowers gang. Just pin him against the wall and <laughs> carve YHS into his stomach. Uh, um <laughs> Like, I love that so much that I want to see how we could do it, like, feasibly, but that's, there's just no way of no. that not being... I feel like that's attacking awful. the guests... But first, yeah. a prop. Attacking the guests is frowned upon at these It's a no-no. So. Just kind of yeah. lift your shirt up real fast. Uh, oh, it's weird. No. We can't uh, do it. Just putting out a disclaimer to if, if anybody from Spooky Empire or uh, anybody's... This is a joke. Yes. These are very... <laughs> but the, bu- the barrel is not a joke. The barrel's not a joke. This part's The a barrel's going to happen. Um, yeah. The barrel's real. There you go. All right, okay. cool. So we got Spooky Empire coming up. Um, I wanted to talk to you guys really quickly about... We kind of missed out. So we've been doing these horror movie retrospectives this... Uh, <laughs> Jeremy Ray Taylor's favorite color is purple. I also wanted to Abby just to went know. to Jeremy Ray Taylor's Instagram, and in his uh, bio it says, my favorite color is purple. It's so, what you guys know. I mean, it's uh, good to know. We'll buy him, we'll buy him some... Uh, want to know. What's something purple? A Gabarni figure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <sighs> just happened. purple? Yeah. It's the uh, only thing I can I'm think not of. sure. <laughs> we missed I'm going to get off his Instagram now. Yeah. Get back in, the, um, back in the cast. We did our Child's Play retrospective. We did our Nightmare on Elm Street. And in the midst of all this, we uh, there's a new Star Wars Last Jedi trailer that we Is there? kind of blanked Holy on. Shit. Yeah, there's a new oh. trailer. Mm-hmm. There's a new trailer. It's I remember. Set the world on fire. Yep. 
Uh, had to watch some football again. Yeah, they premiered it during Monday Night Football. And uh, I don't know. I figure we should spend a couple minutes talking about it. Um, mm-hmm. I've, I've kind of adapted a little bit more of the... I'm not avoiding trailers, but I do see the merit in not... Uh, watching every single clip of everything that comes out before a movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, me too. Because they're just, they're putting more and more in. I felt that way with Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. This might be the first time I'm speaking on it, but I definitely feel like I was oversaturated. And I think I would have been, I would have benefited from seeing less. Um, and I think that that's kind of how I feel about this trailer too. I just watched it three times in a row before we sat down to record this, but I hadn't seen it all week. And I, I watched it when it aired, obviously, that first night, but I have been trying to kind of stay away, and I feel like uh, a blank slate is just going to be a little bit better with this right. one because there's been so much going on behind the scenes at Star Wars recently that I'm just kind of trepidatious and stressed out, like, in general. So yeah. I want to kind of stay away. Yeah. And by stay away, I mean, we all watch it I mean, watch it times. three times before we record. Yeah, and so, we're going to talk about it now. So uh, <laughs> if you're trying to avoid uh, the Star Wars uh, Last Jedi stuff... Uh, we're about to talk about it, so uh, turn down the volume or skip skip ahead. Mm-hmm. Or don't. Mm-hmm. So, Last Jedi trailer's out. Uh, it was pretty revealing. I mean, I feel like in general, uh, they've been pretty good with not revealing too much in these trailers. Like, even if you watch the Force Awakens trailers, they're, the stuff they do show tends to be earlier on in the movie, and uh, it didn't spoil anything for me. I went into Force Awakens feeling like, I had a good idea for what the movie was going to maybe uh, be about, and it kind of was completely... Yeah, it washed over you, like, yeah. so so fast. I had to go back and see it very quickly to put the pieces together, so... So, uh, I don't know, gut reactions. Jake, you want to start us off? Last Jedi trailer, what'd you think? Sure, didn't like it. I didn't All like right. it. I just uh, didn't think... Um, <clears throat> I mean... I, I've told you guys this already. I, I, don't, I don't think the movie... It, nothing about it looks bad to me. I don't think the movie's going to be bad. I think the trailer kind of sucked. It just didn't like, okay. it didn't feel the same as any other Star Wars trailer. Like the feeling I got when I saw the first like Force Awakens trailers or even the teaser for this that we saw at um, Celebration, it just felt completely different. And it felt to me like it was nothing but manufactured like misdirection to just throw everybody off. Like, I just feel like it's like this after this, after this, and all of these are like big things that probably don't actually happen in the movie. Okay. What are you referring to? I'm referring, I'm referring to, uh, there's two things that come to mind. Kylo, Kylo possibly killing Leia. Mm -hmm. And, Mm -hmm. And then Kylo and um, Ray's like conversation at the end of the trailer. I a hundred percent think they're not even speaking to each other at that point. Right. I think that's just cut together from two different. It doesn't even look like they're in the like. There's like fire and shit falling behind Kylo, and then it cuts to Ray, and it's not. And I don't think they're even. Right. I think those are two different things cut together for the trailer. The thing about Leia, I just feel like they wouldn't put that in the trailer. I feel like if if right. he really if he really kills her, yeah. I just feel like there's or no way that's even in the trailer. Teased. Maybe like maybe yeah. he maybe he tries in the movie or but but still like that voiceover is also like that's a voiceover. So that's not right. yeah. there's not going to be a voiceover during the movie. That's all just cut together. Mm-hmm. I think it's 
I don't know. It just felt weird. It didn't feel like a Star Wars trailer to me. I didn't get any. I watched it and I was like, oh, okay. No. Yeah, it's. Ap- no, I mean, now that I'm listening to Jake's gripes, like I can see your. Don't point let me. In. Don't let me like you know sway well, your. No, excitement or whatever. Uh, ruin like, my pork party over here. You yeah. can't rain on my pork parade. Because when I saw the little pork pop up, or pop up and like when Chewie's on the screen and the yeah. pork's like making that little noise, he sounds like. He's sounding an alarm or whatever. It's extremely cute. And I, like, jumped up and screamed when I saw that. And, like, there's a little ice snow fox that you see at one point. Oh, that thing was Super cool. Cute. I want one of those. Yeah. Oh, that thing was cute as fuck. Poe looked oh, great. Oh, Jake, I got one already. I got ten of them. You got yeah. one? Dude, uh, I don't. No, I don't. Put it on eBay. I got an ice fox Funko. I named him Jamie. I named Very. him uh, Jamie Fox. Jamie Fox. <laughs> <laughs> okay. uh, mine's named Jon Snow. Okay, so the Finn versus Phasma stuff looked pretty cool. I thought that was exciting. Oh, that does. Oh, yeah. I agree with that. That looked amazing. Because I wanted to see Phasma do some more stuff, like, in The Mm -hmm. Force Awakens, because she's so awesome looking, and I love Gwendolyn Christie, so it will just be cool to maybe explore her character. It looks like we're getting some more action, because she didn't, like, actually do anything uh, physically. So, anyway, I'm excited about that. I think Mark Hamill looks really good. I think that... His acting seems, like, really on point, and, like, maybe there'll be Oscar buzz. That would be really neat. Um, but, yeah, I think that there probably was misdirections and things like that because there's so many people that are so interested in, and like, guessing, like, what, what is going on behind the scenes in the bloodline and in the saga. So in order to keep that under wraps and shrouded, I'm sure they're, like, throwing us a lot of red herrings and, like, pairing and matching things up in an edited way to confuse us. So... In that way, like, I don't know, maybe they have to do that because to keep things, like, quiet, I suppose. I, can I liked the I... trailer overall. Yeah, I liked all the red. I feel like there's going to be a lot of bloodshed and, like, it'll be heavy and... Wait a minute, hold on. I'm reading your notes and all I see here is Poe looking good. Poe looking good. That's what I wrote. Because <laughs> when he pops out of that window at one point, I was like, ooh, Poe looking good. Poe like looking good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so... I think the misdirection uh, thing is it happens in a lot of trailers. Um, I don't. So I don't think that Kylo and Ray are in that scene together at the end. I don't. I think that is put together for the trailer. But I don't necessarily think that thematically we won't get some version of that in the movie. Like I don't think they would just do that. And then you see the movie, and nothing even close to that happens, and everybody goes, "Well, what? Like, why? What was that about?" Because they're really careful with the way that they market these movies. So, um, now the Leia thing, I completely agree with you, Jake. I think that was a little bit. I think it's a little weak that they did mm-hmm. that. I think everybody sees Carrie Fisher, and the first thing you think of is, "Oh my God, Carrie Fisher passed away. It's really sad." And they're teasing her possibly dying in the. It's just yeah. kind of a weird. It just seems. It seems. Yeah, it was a weird choice. It seems it cheap. Seemed a little weird. It, it seems like Star Wars seems above. Like uh, the whole thing about like you know yeah a lot of trailers do purposely put misdirection and they do put stuff like that in their trailers, but I feel like Star Wars is better than that and they've always kind of been above right. it yeah. and and if you watch the trailers for um, the Force Awakens, all of those trailers none of them give away anything. You know, they're, they're all pretty, like, they're all pretty just, like, random shots of things. 
you know, there's no plot going on in those trailers at all. And it's because Star Wars yeah. doesn't need to be like teasing their plot because it's Star Wars and everybody's going right. to see it no matter what. That's like a that like let's give away the whole plot or, or, or throw misdirection in our trailers. Like that's just a cheap, like shitty trailer gimmick. And I don't know yeah. if there's just there's like a, different mm-hmm. people cutting their trail. I don't know what the I don't know what the issue is, but it just seems like a very un Star Wars like trailer to be putting out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of dialogue that was kind of hard to decipher. It took that's why I watched it three times because I was like, oh, some of this was a little difficult to catch. So yeah, and it's weird. Yeah. I think they're very aware that like more than ever going into. So going into Force Awakens, I think everybody's thought was, oh my god, what will it be like to be with Princess Leia, Han Solo, and Luke Skywalker 40 years later? I know that's what mm-hmm. I was thinking. Like, yeah. I was interested in the new characters. I was interested in Finn and Rey and Poe and learning about them. But my number one thing was, I can't wait to see Chewbacca and Han Solo and Luke, you know, all that stuff. Going into this movie, I feel like the main thing I keep hearing, like the main thought the main question the main excitement that you keep reading about is what's the deal with snoke who are ray's parents and and what and what's ray and kylo's relationship like those are the main and what is kylo's neat metallic like black leather facial scar made uh, out of i like it i I like kylo i I really like like kylo but i think like so in that in that sense i think the force awakens really really succeeded because obviously we're all we're excited to see Mark Hamill in this movie. I want to see... So, like, in the original trilogy, Luke Skywalker was was a great heroic character, but, you know, he kind of starts off a little whiny, and he was really young, and, mm-hmm. like, now we're seeing him as, like, an old, grizzled, bitter Jedi, mm. and I think we're all excited to see that. Uh, they've basically said, we're going to find out Rey's lineage in this movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. I feel like there's so much anticipation, it's bound to be a letdown. Right, like no matter what, it's either going to be like, oh, we saw I don't know. it coming, or I think it's going to be. Well, I mean, there's only like so many, there's only so many there's options so many of like like what it could be, and people have been like freaking out about it, and it's going to be something like, you know, oh, well, she's Luke's daughter, or oh, you know, she's just some random people. Like she doesn't even have to. It doesn't even have to be someone who's in the right. Star Wars canon. It can just be character. Like it doesn't yeah. have to be anybody related to someone we know. So. It's just going to well, be like, yeah, these are her parents, and, and people are going to be – either people are going to be like, oh, yeah, I knew it, or like, oh, okay, well, that's her parents. Well, it's, I don't know if that's the important part about of the story. It, so it's stressful, and I want to get there and make sure that I don't hear anything before seeing the movie. The trailer <laughs> did not really give any clues to that, which I was kind of no. happy about. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want it to. Yeah. Everybody – it's funny when everybody talks about Ray's parents because you always hear like – is it Luke? Is it Obi Wan? Is it this? Is that? But no one like, who's her mom? Is the question I have. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a there's a new theory that Phasma could be her mom because Gwendolyn Christie and uh, Daisy Ridley have literally the same accent from the same part of England. Mm-hmm. Who who right. knows? Wow. It's probably not. It's probably okay. not. But hey, probably not. But it could be. Yeah. Probably not. But you never know. I I just got very excited about that. I would love to have those two characters connected. So yeah. Well, because you think of Game of Thrones immediately and the relationship that she has with Arya. Yes, of course. Which Arya was such a pain in the ass for a while to her. So oh, she's really growing up. She deserves someone like Ray. She's doing Um, well. She's so. But I think the 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 thing I'm most excited. I want to see 
the dynamic between Ray and Kylo. I want to know what they do with that story. Could it be a double turn? Like, WrestleMania 13, Bret Hart and Steve Austin? Mm-hmm. When the match started, Steve Austin was the heel and Bret Hart was the babyface. And by the end of that match, they had switched roles. Whoa. I don't know if they could pull that off. I don't know if anybody could buy Daisy Ridley as like a Sith Lord or a first Shave order. her head and they would. Be- yeah. Whoa. Beyond that, you know, I was, think- I was thinking about that. And, you know, like that was something even from the first movie people were thinking or like, oh, what if they did that? But, you know, if you think about it at this point, I don't think anybody's going to buy Kylo as being a good guy because we have watched him murder Han Solo. Like nobody right. can anybody really get past that. Well, the only thing I've read so. is that wasn't there some theory There's that it was like theory. a self-sacrificial. Let like... me talk about my theory. I don't know. Do we talk about this on the podcast? There's a theory that Kylo Ren is so deep cover as a Jedi infiltrating the First Order that when he gives the speech to Han Solo, like I know what I have to we, do, but I don't. We think did I can do it. Yeah, we did. We talk talk about yeah, we that. did. But Perfect. Yeah. We don't have to cover it anymore. Summarize it, though. Hey, also, it's pro- the the theory that they never should like could Han Solo have been the one who pulled the trigger and put the yes. lightsaber through? Okay, so we did talk about that, but more important, I watched this trailer. Taking one for the team. Snoke, you see Snoke, and he's saying something to Ray like, I don't know, something like. Uh, what does he say? Come, it's it's basically come to the dark side, and he's using. I've not his, seen this kind of power. Yeah, that, well, no. Which part is it? I'm, all I'm trying to get matter. into is like he looks like Gold Member. No, oh, <laughs> that little jacket. He's got his like yeah. gold, gold robot, yeah. and every time I see him, I'm thinking Gold Member. Got it. Which is like the forgotten Austin Powers movie. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I'm interested in Snoke. I think, I hope we learn more about him. I mean, Star Wars doesn't always like we we talk about these things with Star Wars. We we try to go very deep. If you think about the Star Wars movies... The Star Wars supply that depth, like Maz Katana, like that character. In- Star Wars films don't traditionally supply, like, a deep level of, like... There's mythology, but it's not as far as we tend to take it in our conversations. Mm-hmm. So the depth I- is in, like, the Force, and I think the lessons you learn from, like, the the family ties, mm-hmm. and kind of, like, how to live life and be a good person in spite of difficulty... And trauma and like there's there's some of that, but it's also fucking Star Wars. It's fun. There's cute porgs. There's little ice boxes running around and little robots and droids you know, and that kind of shit. Right. So it, a lot Let, of action and, and good one liners. So you know the one thing that I just really want to see from from the next, either from this film or this film and the third, is I just want to see Luke. I want to see him like become a badass again. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. we already know mm-hmm. that we already know that. He's gonna be like, no, no I don't want to. You're, I sh- we shouldn't be doing. It. Like, we already know he's gonna be annoyed, and you know, we, you know, all that shit. But I want to see him go from that to like, I want to see like old Luke fucking fight somebody. You know, I want to see like a lightsaber battle between Luke and you know anybody. Mm-hmm. So, but I'm just I feel like it, maybe defending his daughter. I feel like it will take the whole movie for him to get to that. You know what I mean? It's going to be a thing right. where like he he's not going to want to he's not going to want to do that and it's going to be, you know, a climax of the movie slash maybe in the third movie. So, I don't know. Right. Mm. Do you guys this is a prediction. I'm calling it right now. Yes, have some official prediction. There will be a scene probably out on the rocks during the training. 
where he's really breaking down Ray. And they're having a, a, a kind of a tussle, a tussle, like a, like a sparring match or something, something. And and oh. in, they're going at it and it's intense. And she says something about somehow her her parents will come up and he'll say, Ray, I'm your father. And she'll look at him and whisper, that's impossible. <laughs> oh, my God. Dude, I just got I just got like chill. That would be amazing. <laughs> You know what? That that would be amazing if they do that. You know what else? I was just thinking it would be cool. Like while you were saying that, let's. What about Ray and Luke have like a sparring match? Ray loses, and then Luke says to himself, "Like, no, she's not ready." And you're like, "Who's he talking to?" And then like Ooh. you see that you Whoa. see that you see that Yoda Force ghost. Oh yeah, oh. Dude, me and my brother. My brother and I had a really funny Straight conversation. Like before the trailer came out, we were going back and forth about uh, uh, like what we might see in the trailer, and I was like, "Man, people are getting really excited and overhyped, but they're not going to give any giant reveals in the trailer." Yeah. And my brother was like, "What? You don't think at the end they're just going to like cut to Yoda?" And he's like, "Back I am." <laughs> <laughs> Wink. Back I am. Wink. That would be Last amazing. Jedi. Uh, I get your cups of Taco Bell. So Yoda and or Obi Wan Kenobi will be in this movie. I think it's it's very obvious. Mm -hmm. If you look at the way they've rolled out new Obi Wan and Yoda merchandise with the Last Jedi line, there is a Force Ghost Alex uh, Alec Guinness figure Black Series. Sideshow Collectibles is putting out a brand new Obi Wan statue, and the likeness is a mixture of Alec Guinness and. You and McGregor. Oh, wow. Mm. Wow. So the the yeah, only thing uh, is like it's in the if, fold. If if they're gonna put um Obi-Wan in the film, I think that's something they won't be able to I, I feel like that's something that they wouldn't be able to keep secret. Like someone would leak yeah. like hey, like you and McGregor is filming or you know, or, or something. He would be right. seen on a set or I feel like that would be hard to keep quiet yeah. where mm. whereas if it was Yoda it's it's gonna be a completely CGI character. Right? Yeah. <laughs> so there's, right. there's no guys. That's how no Yoda, Yoda crafty was, was seen on. He set. was get, he yeah. took all the shrimp. <laughs> oh, yeah, I ran into Yoda at the uh, quick trip down there by the. Uh, what an asshole! Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was tapping his cane around. He he's get, you know he was getting slushy all over the place. You know he wanted the sixty four ounce. Uh, no no no. I like he, he the story is sixty four ounces. He's 64 ounces. Fill up my stomach, I will. It's slushy. Uh, that's a terrible Yoda impression. Uh, the story about... So, Ovi, Ovi-Wan. Ewan McGregor. Ovi-Wan Kenobi. Ben Kenobi, if you will. Uh, he did a voiceover for Force Awakens uh, yeah. during the flashback scene. Yes, at Maz Katana. And, uh, he Ray. says... So, the, the line is like, Ray, these are your first steps. Uh-huh. Um, the story about how he... We might have talked about it before. Uh... They called him, like, during post-production to do that, and they were in, like, a little studio out in the desert somewhere in California, and he wrote, Ewan McGregor by himself, rode in on his Harley, parked, went in, recorded his lines in, like, 15 minutes, walked out, got on his Harley, and went back through the desert. Like, oh. He's a badass. That's really yeah. cool. He's a badass. Um, what a cool guy. And I, I feel the reason why I feel like Obi-Wan will be in the movie is because it's very obvious that the Obi-Wan solo movie is the next one that they're going to do. 
but they right. haven't officially announced it yet. And mm. to me, there's a reason that they haven't officially announced it. They have to officially announce the title of Han Solo. Solo! Spoilers. <laughs> oh, spoilers. Anyways. Um, I just got punched. I punched Abby. <laughs> Not oh, nice. Nice. It was like a nice tab of like... So, so yeah. So, my overall feeling is I like the trailer, but it probably isn't... Just like the new poster, it's not going to do the... I think there's a chance this could be the best Star Wars film. Uh, Ryan Johnson is an amazing director. Uh, and I love The Force Awakens. I watched The Force Awakens again this week. It's uh, great. Finn yeah. looks great. Poe looks mm-hmm. great. Or Poe. Yeah, they all look great. So It's looking good. Uh, and Carrie Fisher. Fuck. Yeah. It's going to be tough. Yeah, it's just, it's a weird thing. It's, yeah. So, yeah. Um, any more thoughts before we move on? On uh, I know we were like two weeks late on that, but I don't think anybody can get enough Star Wars trailer. No, yeah. it's fine. Y'all are still watching it. Yeah. Cool. Um, all right. Now, I have a question for you guys. So, uh-huh. what's going on? How do you guys feel about fan films? Mm. Eh. Well. <laughs> They're usually seen a couple. Let's see. So we, the three of us, uh, you know, we we grew up. We we cut our did we chops. Did Uh, we did some chops? Okay. We're all from. We all are members of the Ghostbusters fan community. Mm -hmm. That that, no matter what, no matter what we talk about, we've all made fan films. Let's be honest. We have. Yeah. We really. We literally have. My. Ours are good. Yeah, my, ours are uh, my general impression about the branding shout out. Check it out. YouTube. Uh, <laughs> listen, the Georgia Ghostbusters know how to make a fan film, and the reason why yeah, the Georgia do. Ghostbusters can make a fan film is because we don't take it seriously, mm-hmm. and we know how exactly. fucking stupid it is. Parody guys, come it's on. Parody. Yeah. So there's lots of fan films in the Ghostbusters community. Uh, in general, there's tons of. You see Star Wars, Indiana Jones, Star Trek, Star Trek, um, and and for the most part, you know, it's like fan fiction, right? They're uh, they're usually kind of not they're they're great efforts, but they kind of stick to a lot of the same tropes. Like one thing, I was talking to Austin Young about this today. Almost every Ghostbusters fan film, it's either the story of Oscar mm-hmm. becoming a Ghostbuster or mm-hmm. the son of another Ghostbuster. Lineage, yeah. Yeah, it, it's... the baton being passed. And it's always like, we're the offshoot group of the Ghostbusters. And it's usually in, like, the Princess of Genovia from Princess Diaries, where it's like, you're a Ghostbuster. We had no idea. Surprise. Here's all your gear. So, it's kind of dumb. I always felt it inside me. I always knew I was Egon's son. Daughter. <laughs> Whatever. So, yeah. No comment. It can be, like, yeah, kind of weak, maybe not so Didn't inspired. Um... Real quick, side note, there's a new fan film that was released this week. I don't even know what it was called. I'm sure it's they put a lot of effort into it, and I'm not disparaging it. Um, but Austin sent me a screenshot today, and there's one of the scenes where they're being interviewed. The Ghostbusters are being interviewed by a news reporter, and her microphone, she's holding a Maddie PKE meter upside down. <laughs> no. <laughs> Wait, be, like, is, as like a joke or because they didn't have a microphone? No. It's, it's the microphone. No! It's a uh, PKU man. That's good. Um, so Austin and I had a joke about, mm. like, Austin, we talked about making a fake, uh, mm. uh, our own fan film called Son of Ghostbusters. Was that like a whoopsie, though? So like, I don't think so. 
You know, so, sometimes the anchor man like holds the wrong thing. We talked about making a movie called Son of Ghostbuster that would be the ultimate Ghostbusters fan film. I love that. And one of the jokes said, "Well, anytime a microphone's involved, we have to use a different Ghostbusters prop, and it just keeps getting stupid, uh, more stupid." <laughs> and like, at one point, you have a reporter holding an entire proton pack up to somebody's face. <laughs> oh God! Can so you anyways. speak directly into the mic, sir? Speak <laughs> into the microphone. So, oh, fan films tend to be a little bit on the silly side, valiant efforts, but never really that uh, all that great. Now, Jake brought to our attention this. We've been doing horror movie talk um, all this month, leading up to uh, Halloween. There's a new fan film that was released uh, mm-hmm. this week. It is a Friday the 13th fan film. It, was, it came out October the 13th. It's called Never Hike Alone. Mm-hmm. And also, shout out to you if you're making a fan film because that's great. And a lot of people get their start doing that. So follow your dreams. Follow and your dreams, stop folks. Yeah, exactly. Follow your dreams. But yeah. also watch this movie that we're talking about. Uh, never and if alone. you ever need a microphone prop, grab a proton pack. Grab a proton pack. Uh, never hike alone was a uh, a crowdfunded Friday the Thirteenth fan film. They've been working on it for a couple years. It looks like they raised about twenty thirty thousand dollars. Jake brought it to our attention this week. We watched it. Jake. Yo. What did you think about this movie? What did you think? It's available on YouTube for free. They're not making profit off of it. Mm-mm. Never hike alone. Search it. Jake, what did you think? Well, I think it's pretty great. It's pretty good. And, you know, like, honestly, as far as, like, a Friday the 13th film, I'd say it's probably better than half of the actual films in the franchise. Yeah, I was going to agree with you on so that. So it's, it's definitely I mean, it's, better it's 50, than... It's 50 minutes long, so it's, like, compacted, and it's basically one man versus Jason, basically. There's right. a little more towards the end, but it's... And we're going to spoil the fuck out of this, right? We're going to spoil mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's, it's going to be it's pretty like Mrs. Voorhees' head rotten in a bunk bed. Oh, stinky! Oh. Whoa! That's that, was, um, that was a spoiler. Wait, so Jake, pretty... you didn't miss all the mean kids having sex? What? You didn't miss it? I said you didn't miss all the mean kids having sex? No, I didn't miss that at well, all. It, it, no. see, go ahead, go ahead. It le- the one thing it did not have that every Friday the 13th movie had was teenage sex. And mm-hmm. I thought the twist was going to be that the hiker was going to have sex with Jason. No. I thought that was going to be. And then or, that, like, Jason, or that Jason was going to like show up, almost kill the guy, then be like, oh, wait. No, you're good, dude. You you didn't yeah. no preteen sex no drug you're good yeah. man just you're going. good you're clean dude, he has dude, a Playboy just, but that's it you're just like a, a YouTube star who's like being paid to promote shovels yeah, yeah. So you're doing your own he's thing social man. media influencer um, so yeah Jake continue he gets Jason a bunch of no I thought it was good it's like well I'll I'll run down the plot really quick it's a guy who like like you said he's got his own YouTube channel he's like filming himself do some hiking um, stumbles upon a lake on the map. He's like, I want to try to try to make my way through this lake. And he ends up going through an area that is, you're not really supposed to be going through, but he's trying to save some time, goes through it, ends up being camp crystal Lake. And he's like, Oh fuck, this is where all those murders happened. And, um, this really cool thing they do is there are these little like ribbons hanging all over the place with numbers on them. And they're basically like, I guess from whenever the police came or whatever, where all the bodies were found. So it's, and, but they're actual kills from the movie. And and I'm like, Oh, well, this is where that part happened. Or like they're little Easter eggs, you know, it's like, Oh, this is where this happened in this movie. And like, uh, 
you know, they show the bed that like uh, Kevin Bacon's character was killed on, and I'm like, oh, that's yeah. where mm-hmm. that's where Kevin Bacon died. Just you know, stuff and like that. Really, really the bar, cool. the bar, yeah, oh, yeah. The, the, that the window, yeah. that's very cool. Yeah, yeah. So like you know, and Jason shows up, and he's like fighting Jason, and he's you know trying not to get killed, and he's doing an okay job at it for the most part. Yeah. But yeah, he gets away. Um, he gets away. Um, I guess like. Uh, God, how did it end? Like an ambulance? Some people yeah, find so, there's a little bit of a weird. It fears off a little bit, yeah. So here's the thing: it's the plot. Like, there's no Friday the Thirteenth movie that really has a great plot. So the plot, like Jake just said, he's a hiker. He's hiking. He finds the camp. Uh, what the movie did really well is it. Sh- the cinematography is great. Yeah, and yeah, it employed it's very like well the shot. found footage element really yeah, well. It's like half found footage. All the Blair Witch. It felt very much like mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, like in the woods. And I, I thought that was all very cool. Yeah, the actor is actually here's the first. He's likable. If you're gonna make a fan film and put money into it, get an actor. You mm-hmm. don't have to be in. Get it. an actually you actor. Yeah, act. don't just please. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. This that's guy was the, good. That's, I liked him. That's the number one problem with ninety nine point eight percent of fan films. Nobody can mm-hmm. act in them. Right. Yeah. Uh, and in Son of Ghostbusters. Yeah, you don't need to get a bunch of actors. Oh. <laughs> yeah. You're good. <laughs> I, I just get one, because obviously that they utilized it well. Like, just having it the, him on one-on-one kind of thing was very cool. And it was a departure from the other Friday the 13th movies yeah. entirely. It was interesting because, like, what I was saying earlier, mostly the fan films kind of rely on a lot of the same beats and tropes of... The you shower know. kill. Yeah, of, of whatever the source material is. This one's super... The girl res- that has to go swimming naked for no reason, like, mm-hmm. even though it's the most treacherous-looking water and it's late at night and I would never do that. I know. Why are girls always getting naked and getting into the water in these horror movies? No. You'd think they'd learn their lesson. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't. Chrissy. Swimming! Swimming! <laughs> so... Well, you It's know. filmed uh, really She's well. She's cool. We like her. A lot of it takes place during the day, which I really like. That's kind of a departure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Jason, he's kind of big and hulking. He he feels like a monster. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. He doesn't feel. You know, we've been joking lately about how Jason's really stupid. I felt bad. <laughs> I was like, he's he's fine. You to mean his face is fucked up, but he's fine. The plot to me feels a lot like a video game. Like it's one Get character the supplies. trying to escape from Jason. And he gets injured, and then he has to, like, get his supplies to, like, fix himself. And then yeah. he gets injured again, and, and once again. So, like, it felt like a really great video game plot. But more than anything, it's just really well done. And I would highly recommend uh, any Friday the 13th I fan. I liked the camp exploration stuff. I liked Talk the urban exploration stuff. I liked when he, like, uncovered the Camp Crystal Lake sign and then, like, got to go on premises. Because I do – I like to watch videos like that of, like – um People going to old film locations or abandoned spots like Urbex. I love that kind of shit. So What's being cool able to is, see that was like extremely cool. And it kind of felt like lost, like when they're going and exploring all the old, like, uh, what, are, what are they called? The uh, the orchid, like all the. Oh, like the Dharma stations? Yeah, the stations, exactly. Yeah. Kind of remind me a little bit about that. So, so what's interesting is like horror movies, a lot of them tend to like just rely on this, like, really bad cliche. So if you look at the 2009 remake of Friday the 13th, like, it's it's all it's like there's like the stoner kid and the party girl and the jock and it's like mm-hmm. it doesn't feel like any reality that we've ever lived in but mm-hmm. like this one it feels like it's 2017 the guy's a youtube vlogger and he it's like 
it makes sense. I'm like, oh, this is actually kind of. I love the scenes where he like fucked up the stuff that he was trying to like product place in his video and yeah. stuff. And yeah. That was like it got you. It caught you off guard. Made you kind of laugh and like very much get lost inside of it and think that you were just watching this guy do a hiking video. And I was like, maybe I'd watch him do that. And then all the shit happens with Jason, which is very cool. So. Right. So maybe we it. won't... I'll tell you what. Let's not spoil the ending, because there's kind of like a cool... We'll just say there's kind of a, a really cool cameo mm-hmm. at the end yeah. related to the previous Friday the 13th movies. Um, and it's totally worth your time. Go check it out. Uh, it's pretty... I actually jumped at one point. Yeah. I jumped. I yeah. legit jumped. Yeah. Yeah. Real jump. Um, and it's short, so yeah. 50 minutes. And it's... So this kind of leads to the bigger discussion of, like, these people are obviously extremely passionate and diehard Friday the 13th fans. They, on a shoestring budget, crowdfunded something that is faithful to the originals, puts a new twist on it, and it kind of makes me think, like, as fans, like, sometimes do we know what's best for our own franchises even more than the the people <clears throat> own the rights to them? Yeah. I no, like I, I think the, so, for sure. I feel like if the rights holders to Friday the 13th saw this, like, if I was them, I'd be like, well, everybody seems to love this. Mm-hmm. Let's recruit these guys, and let's let's put 5 or $10 million into making a new Friday Yeah, that's why I said movie. that thing about people making fan films and how it can get people actual jobs, because it can become a resume. So, like, for these well, guys... As soon as that happens in the Ghostbusters community, let me know. Yeah, I will. Um, <laughs> We've kind of, you've kind of talked about that before is like, that's kind of, I mean, obviously on a bigger scale, but that's kind of what happened with Star Wars. You know, it's like, let someone else who, who kind of knows, like, that's kind of what happened there. And we see how that turned out for them on the same, on the exact same, you know, kind of thing. There was a fan film, uh, maybe a couple years ago at this point that was released for, it's a Critters fan film. Okay. And and it's maybe I don't know, it's maybe 10 minutes long, if that. Maybe 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 it's even 5, I don't know. But okay. it's it's about so you guys have seen critters, right? There's like a there's the bounty hunt like the alien bounty hunters who are like trying to capture the critters and their okay. uh their faces are blank until they see like an image. Whenever what they their faces are blank, they land on a planet and then they they look at whatever the dominant species is and they kind of, uh, choose a face. So they, so they look like, yeah, they're from that planet. So, uh, so this whole, the whole short is about a bounty hunter landing on earth and he's looking, there's like, I don't know, two critters and he's looking for them and his face is blank the whole time. And the effects that they use in the span film is 10 times better than in any of the actual Critters films. <laughs> I'm like, whoa, oh, wow. this already, I'm like, this already looks better. And they, I think there's only like, you know, they only use one Critter. It's just basically this one guy trying to catch this Critter and they use practical effects. They're using like a little puppet for the Critter and it looks just like the Critter looks just as good. And they actually made that fan film because they were like, hey, we want to, they were trying, they made it to pitch it to the studio to try to be like, Hey, right. mm-hmm. let us make a critters movie. This is what we can do. And, and even though it's short, you're like, man, that's 
is perfect. Like that's that's exactly yeah. how you would want a new Critters movie to be. And you know, nothing happens, right. but right. but it's the same. I like how you know, earlier, same thing we're talking so what we're about. We're saying is, Son of Ghostbuster <laughs> needs to happen, and we need to get behind it, and then get it to go score. So. I like how earlier we were talking about how we uh, Jake took a picture with the uh, the guys who created the Critters. And his hair didn't look good. And then 45 minutes later, he's like, and also this five-minute fan film looked much better than any Critters I've ever seen. Fuck them. Um, That's not what I meant by, like, the... the, I'm kidding. It's a joke. It is a joke. If you saw it, you would understand. We love them. We love everyone. If you saw it, you would understand. Uh... (laughs) No man, I'm. I'm. It's just good. That's what we're saying. Good. Yeah. yeah, it's, it's cool. good. It's cool. You it's, can, you know when it's good. It's good. That's what we're it's saying. It's great even. Uh, yeah. So yeah, congratulations to the people who put out. Um, God, I just forgot what it was called. Never, Never hike alone. Never hike alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, you were about to the eyes of the dragon. <laughs> <laughs> congratulations, <laughs> to Stephen congratulations to Stephen King. Congratulations to Stephen King. You've brought me twenty pages. Of unbelievable fantasy. Wompstompfilms.com is where you can check out the company that put out Never Hike Alone. And, uh, yeah, congratulations, because it's very good. It's a fun ride. They did it because they're passionate about it. They're not going to make profit. And uh, maybe they'll get their own chance to make uh, a Friday the 13th, uh, like, a legitimate film. Because, Mm -hmm. guys, horror movies make a lot of money, no matter what. They're not expensive to make. Happy Death Day was the number one film in the country mm-hmm. last week. And nobody had to verse each other. So that's another <laughs> thing. So. The thing, the, 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 sad, the sad thing is, though, uh, Friday the 13th is, like, still having that, like, legal battle about the rights. It's probably going to be a, a yeah. while before there's another Friday the 13th movie in the theaters. Yep. I, oh, I, actually like read, I actually read, I actually, I read online that it's, um... God, was it? You know what? You keep talking, and I'm gonna look, I'm gonna look it up to make sure I'm I'm looking cool. at the right franchise. You keep talking. All right, I'm just gonna keep talking. Keep talking. It's it's relevant, uh, but you guys keep it up. Cool. Well, I'll just talk. Abby left, and Jake's gone, so I'm gonna talk by myself. Okay. Uh, before we move on to our next segment, which is gonna be a lot of fun, uh, one last piece of news I did read. It has been confirmed that the new Halloween movie that's coming out. Uh, produced by John Carpenter, uh, written by Danny McBride, uh, and will be starring Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm-hmm. It has been confirmed that Halloween 2 is not part of the canon of this movie. Meaning, oh, so it's just it's just direct sequel to the first... Oh, people died oh. for nothing? Okay. It's a, <laughs> it's a direct sequel to the first movie, and that brings into question the fact that the relationship between mm-hmm. Jamie Lee Curtis's character with brother and sister yeah that's not revealed in the second movie maybe we already talked about that on the podcast I think I we mentioned know. it we might have mentioned it so yeah just as a uh, reconfirmation uh, they're not brother and sister anymore so if they start dating it won't it's be cool. weird mm-hmm. there you go you can pick her up in that car <laughs> God, and go out go drive in theater God forbid Michael Myers drives his car one time you just can't let it go. <laughs> Got to shoot him six times. Uh, Jake, did you find that thing? Yeah. Well, basically, what it what it was saying is that um, we are passing the longest stretch of time right now between uh, Friday the Thirteenth films. Like since oh, okay. the first film ever came out, this is the longest. This is the longest period of time 
that he's been under that lake. That there's not, yeah, that there's not been a a movie in the theaters. Like, uh, I think Friday the 13th, actually, October was, was the, that was the breaking point. So now it's, it's now the longest period of time, which is, which is interesting, you know, for, you know, when there's that many movies and they, the the first one came, yeah, it's like eight years. Yeah. Eight years is the, that's the thing. It's a long time. So who knows? Well, maybe they'll canonize the new one. Maybe they'll just say that's a real movie. And they'll, yeah. They'll put it down. Definitely. <laughs> uh, they guess. Cool. All right. How you guys feeling? Feeling good. Are you guys ready for this? No. Yeah, I'm ready. Nah, what are we doing? Yeah, what are we doing? For the last year and almost two years, we've been stressing. And we're bringing our stress up to the next level right now with a brand new segment that we're going to try out here on the Yes Have Some podcast. The invention of Abigail Gardner, mm-hmm. inspired by a TED Talk she saw. Yeah. I present to you. <laughs> it was a TED Talk. Ladies and gentlemen. It was a really good one. I searched women TED Talk. Okay. I want to see it. That's a very, one. That's a very to specific search. We've got like 20 that are specifically for women by women, so I enjoyed this one in particular. Here we go. Does that right mean I'm not allowed to watch it? First time ever. Jake, you're not allowed to listen or participate. So. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my friend, ghost. Oh. Ladies and gentlemen. Oh. <laughs> Why? You guys are talking about women. No. Blood sugar is a real problem. Dude, we're, just, we're just delaying it. Right now, for the first time ever, it is the yes have some. Fuck budget. Fuck, fuck, fuck. Mother, motherfuck. Mother, motherfuck, fuck. No. We'll do it live. Fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Whoa. I love it. <laughs> ka-ching, ka-ching, ka-ching. We're going to have a little theme song. You guys just heard a theme song. Fuck budget. Yeah. Fuck budget. I'm all out of fucks. I'm so fucked without you. Oh, wait. I like that. That's a good one. I thought of that one. That's going to be it. Yeah. We're going to We might be able to get air supply to provide a theme song. Thank you. All right. Let me explain what the fuck budget is. It's really simple. I am going to be your host. Abigail and Jake will be our contestants. None of the oh. points matter, but they matter more than anything. We're learning budgeting. We're learning how to budget. So it's what we're going to do, we're going to run through five topics that neither Jake or Abby have been uh, informed of beforehand. I've got the headphones on. I'm in the little closet room. <laughs> yeah, you guys have yeah. been put away. Blindfolded. You haven't <laughs> seen my notes. We have five topics to cover. You have 10 fucks to give total. You cannot go over your total of 10 fucks. So that means if you don't give a fuck about the topic, you need to emphatically tell me that you don't and then also tell me why. So I only got 10 altogether. Altogether. So if you use them up early and we get to something you care about, you might have to take back a couple of your fucks from some of the earlier uh, (laughs) earlier things. You're talking about fuck allocation. Yes, the fuck allocation. My fuck allowance. Got yes. it. Fuck budget. You each get a <laughs> fuck budget of 10. You will spend them wisely. And at the end, we will add up our totals and someone will win, someone will lose, and our listening audience will have fun. You're all winners. Are you guys ready for this? Uh-huh. Hey, let's yeah. do it. Let's all do it. Right. I'm ready. I our couldn't first be any topic more ready. up tonight is in stores now at your local Target. There are brand new Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles slash Ghostbusters action figures we've all seen them they are turtles dressed as ghostbusters jacob walsh how many fucks do you give about dude i think i I give like i'll give like one fuck to that 
Okay. What is your reasoning behind that? Um, I, I love Ninja Turtles. I do love the Ghostbusters, but they are kind of unsettling looking. And even though... Unsavory. Even though I've been wanting official like mashups of that, those two franchises for a long time, it makes sense because they've done the comic books. It's weird to me that it's not just the turtles wearing Ghostbuster costumes. It's like a weird mix-up of human faces on. That's weird to me. So I'm just and you know what? Like they're I don't know. They're a little expensive. There's four. Fuck it. I give one fuck. Jake gives one fuck. How expensive are they? They're $20 a piece. Ooh. Now, what's funny is it'll be interesting when people start realizing that even though Jake only gives one fuck and kind of doesn't love them, he's about to drop 80 bucks on them. I'm about to go borrow. That's why I'm sitting here. I only give one fuck until until I'm standing in front of them and I see them for real. Then I'm like, oh, wait, I give Mm -hmm. 80 fucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, Mm -hmm. you know what? An in-person fuck is much better than an over the uh, Skype fuck. <laughs> over the Skype fuck, got it. Gotcha. Abigail. IRL. TMNT Ghostbusters mashup figures, they're coming out. I'm wavering between zero and one fucks on this one. Um, I definitely don't give two or more. I think they're weird and they make no sense. And for the same reasons as Jake, I probably feel like I need them. But they're also like unsettling looking, just like he said. They're, they're bizarre. And I would rather put my money and my fucks towards buying a nice hardback of Salem's Lot than I would a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Ghostbusters crossover toy, which is $20 a piece in store. I'm going to say zero fucks. Abby has given zero Ooh, fucks. Zero fucks. Zero fucks. We're off to an awesome start. Uh, you got to compare even, it to something you love. I'm just here. I'm just here to... So Hold on. So, uh, so is the winner the person who used the least amount of fucks? Like whoever, like, is yeah, the winner is the a, person who still has the most fucks in their budget? Fucks to give. Yes. yes. Okay. Maybe we get to go to a big dinner hey, with that. Maybe at the end, whoever has the most fucks left gets to spend those fucks on something they really care about. Oh, I like <laughs> it. So be thinking. Okay. Um, be thinking. <laughs> all right. Okay. We covered it. Uh, th- those figures are weird looking. I mean, the Winston figure with the mustache, it's just some strange, there's some strange mm-hmm. stuff going on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. The Pompadour. Is Leonardo yeah. Egon? No. Is it, is it implied know. that the Ghostbusters had sex with Egon the Egon should have been Donatello because he does the machines. <laughs> there's just some weird stuff going on. I yeah. don't know. It's uh, they, confusing. Uh, mm, it's a little bit of background ones. information. Oh, sorry. They also did this with WWE figures. Yeah. So maybe the real conversation is what else can we combine Ninja Turtles with to make weird But are WWE figures oh. the thing that we should be modeling our figures after? Because they do some crazy shit. Yeah, it's not. They do whatever they good. want. It's not good. All right, zero fucks. Zero fucks. Jake gives one. Here we I go. I like it. Okay. All right. I'm keeping track. Uh, Abby's got score. Then okay, good. The score matters. Yeah. Next up, the Ron Howard directed film. Oh, this is the one that the I... The Star Wars spinoff has finished wrapping. Has finished wrapping? They've wrapped. That's what mm-hmm. they call that. They've revealed the title of the movie. It is officially called Solo, A Star Wars Story. How many fucks do you give about that title? Are you going with Who, me first? Uh, who's going Abby, first? What are we doing? Abby, you're first. I mean, about the title, it's... Not, it's, the, not your hmm. anticipation for the movie. After years of development, 
It's another zero fuck situation. Like, I'm so sorry, Donald Glover, who I'm kind of obsessed with right now, and I want to see him play Lando Calrissian, and I'm very excited about certain aspects of that movie, but also stress out about it. I think that that's kind of a letdown, because that's like, it, that's one of those that's like, it was really right under your nose. Like, we all totally knew that title, and if that was what we were, if that was being, like, shielded from us for so long, it's just kind of a, it's, it feels like they had they maybe like scrapped another title and went with that because it's just, yeah maybe there was a different we knew it the whole time guys is what i'm saying yeah, so right, cool. yeah, zero so fucks have to give zero fucks about that title jacob walsh yeah zero fucks they the the movie might as well just be titled the han solo movie zero fucks <laughs> yeah on. untitled here other titles that i've come up with as alternates for your zero fucks given mm. harrison ford is not in this movie the movie I like it (laughs) because so it's good marketing. It says the word "movie" in it, so you know it's a movie. Uh huh. Uh, Uh -huh. uh, They could have just they could have called it Hans Solo movie. Okay. That I feel. How about Kathleen Kennedy or Kennedy? Your hair looks really nice today, and I really like that outfit. Okay, that's a good good. title. Would you give more fucks about that title? Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Because I think that's a good move if you're if you're working for her. So I like the points that you guys made. I don't think the title is bad, but the fact that they revealed it like it was gonna be like yeah. if, if they would have called it like Han Solo Battle for Cloud City or Han Solo uh, you know, the Kessel Run or or something that was like, Oh, that get, that's intriguing to me, but it's just solo. Fallen it's Empire. just Fallen it's just solo, Empire. and then a Star Wars story, which we've already used on another yeah. movie. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Also, but, yeah, yeah, I don't know. It's dumb. All right, it's dumb. Also, it's dumb. Mm-hmm. I like so that. It's dumb. Also, yeah, it's dumb. Yeah. Should we move on to dumb. the next one? Moving on. Yes. Oh, so far, you guys are really good. So at finance. Yeah, I was about to say we might, you might have to we might have to change up our our. Our, our amount story? of fucks we get because we're already like what three two down and Abby's got all our fucks go. over there. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm going to the mall. I'm going to Hot Topic. <laughs> um, and then Walmart and Walgreens and where can I find this? Pennywise? There's no way Walmart takes fucks. Walgreens doesn't have Funko. All pops. right. Here we go. Walmart's next. Take it was revealed this week that with the Last Jedi, we will see the first trailer for Jurassic World Two. Fallen Ooh. Kingdom. Fuck. Jacob Walsh. Yeah. I didn't know that. We were just talking about all of our fucks, Jake. I did not <laughs> how know How many that. do you have now? Jacob Walsh, how many fucks do you give about that? Fuck. I'm going to say I give three fucks about that. Wow. Yeah, Jake, I'm doing a big it. Spender. I'm giving uh, three fucks in- to it. <laughs> I'll elaborate. Um, I love Jurassic Park. It's you know that franchise like might not be, it might have not done like, you know all the sequels might not be amazing. Jurassic World is fun. I liked it. It's still you know not anywhere near as good as Jurassic Park, but they're you know they're doing more practical effects. Uh, um, they're bringing back fucking Ian Malcolm. I'm I'm excited to see dinosaurs. Period. Jeff so, Goldblum's like two. Jeff fucks Goldblum. Uh-huh. Jeff Goldblum is gonna be in it, dude. Like I can already imagine this teaser is gonna be like the whole teaser in the last two seconds is like Jeff Goldblum turning around, you know, or I don't know, like yeah. life found a way. No, I don't know something be. like it's uh... gonna be something amazing. 
and Ian Malcolm might be Ray's dad. Yes. So yeah. <laughs> uh, I want Jeff Goldblum to turn around like that one really weird scene when they're on the river, and it's the third. Is it Jurassic Park three? Where it's like all the sun shining, and there's like all the yeah. You know, that the, is the, three. Got, yes. And I want I Jeff want, Goldblum's face. To I want it to be. Yeah. I, I want. It, I want it to be like. You see Jeff Goldblum like sitting down, and the, it's really dim. He's got his he's got his black sunglasses on, and uh, I don't know. Like Owen's like, "What do we do? Like, what's happening?" And then you hear a voice say, "Well, I guess life." And they sh- then they they pan over to Ian Malcolm, and he takes his glasses off, looks directly into the camera, found a way. Ooh, and then everybody gets a coupon for coupon day. Three fucks. Yeah, that's it. That's three fucks. Given three fucks. Three fucks. That's good. I see you guys curveball. I think you earned it. Abigail. I like it. I waver. I think, honestly, I'm going to say two. I wanted to say three, but I don't want to copy Jake. And I'm not willing to allocate four fucks. So I'm going to say two because I... Know that Bryce Dallas Howard is in this movie, and I had some issues with her in the first uh, one or the last one. Jake like, had some it. issues with her too, like yeah, uh, like some... that she doesn't live next door. Yeah. That's one issue. Yeah, like some separation <laughs> issues. Whew. Well, here's the thing, though. I've warmed up to her since I saw her in that episode of Black Mirror, which I really liked. Um, That's a very good and yeah, good episode. It's you know what? You know, episode. you know what I want to say really quick, while, just while we're talking Go about Jurassic it. World. No, you know what I'm? You yeah. know what I'm? You know what I'm legitimately stressed out about. So this is they have they have revealed that the, the Tyrannosaur will return. You know, they like obviously they're not going to have a movie without the Tyrannosaurus Rex, and the, and 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 the Tyrannosaur was kind of the hero of Jurassic World. But they also right. made a point mm-hmm. to be like, this dinosaur is old. Look at all its scars. They're bringing it back again. It's the same Tyrannosaur from 1993's Jurassic Park. Mm-hmm. I'm scared this dinosaur is gonna die. <laughs> I'm scared. Okay. I'm scared they're gonna kill off this tyrant. Like if they keep putting it in the movies, right. I'm scared but they're gonna like on screen kill it thing. or something. Mm-hmm. It could be. I mean, it could be, be off. It could be just fucking terrible. I don't want to see or it die. Maybe life will find a way. Maybe the T Rex shows up in Washington. Busts into the Oval Office, yes. eats Donald Final Trump. Final move. What did that happen? Just be, then he dies it just becomes president. <laughs> I want first. Hey, first female president. If you eat the president, <laughs> yes, woman inherits the White House or the White House. I God want, damn it! I want the tyrannosaurus. I want the tyrannosaurus Rex from Jurassic Park to drink whatever stuff the brain gremlin drank, oh. and to become like <laughs> smart, and to have that Gross. same voice. <laughs> Oh, oh my god. Oh. Well, being on the mainland is really going to be a wild experience. I don't even have any feathers like they said in the science book. Can I hear it? New oh, York. It's hard to drink this espresso with only three fingers. Oh, oh god. Uh, actually, oh, I kind of want Jurassic World to be a complete Gremlins 2 type, like super tongue-in-cheek. Yeah, uh, like a joke not? of it. Jump the shark. Hulk Hogan that. shows up, talks about the raptor uh-huh. maniacs. Uh-huh. We're gonna win something, brother. If I had that six-inch retractable claw, brother, and my twenty-four-inch pythons, that was pretty. Hey, that was actually pretty good. We have lost our minds. I think Hulk Hogan saved T-Rex. 
Um, so there's cool. actually a there's a new banner out mm-hmm. uh, for Fallen Kingdom, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, and it features uh, Owen, a raptor, and the T Rex. So, mm-hmm. uh, cool. I feel like uh, there's going to be some emotional stuff, and I, I do feel like they're going to base that first trailer around the reveal of Jess. Jess. Uh, Jesse from Nightmare on Elm Street 2. He's uh, popping up again. Jeff. He's got those sunglasses on. He's dancing. No, Watch I feel out. like Jeff Goldblum's going to be the... He's going to be the focus. And I think it's going to be cool to see him and Chris Pratt's character uh, interacting. And I feel like uh, Jeff Goldblum will take Ian Malcolm back to kind of the cynical side of, that we saw in mm-hmm. the first Jurassic Park versus mm-hmm. the kind of... I don't know. Kind of... Scary. Lame. Watered down, deluded. Lame. Yeah. Like the word eternal. is lame. Yeah. Straight man. Yeah. yeah, it was all bullshit. Right. I don't like it. Total departure like from character. I hated uh, it. Maybe we find out his daughter from the second movie is actually Michelle Obama. And that's how they mm. go to the White House. That makes sense. Okay, there's a connector. I thought they were going to be at like some sort of like gymnastics tryouts or finals and she's a coach. and <laughs> Just still doing gymnastics. <sighs> still talk. Still talking about the time she saved everyone's life by doing gymnastics on that raptor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Guys, I still have eight fucks to give, so Here we go. let's move on in the budget. Let's go. You guys ready? Let's do it. Mm-hmm. Let's let's do do it. it. So, one week from tomorrow, season two of Stranger Things on Netflix. Who? Jake? Oh, um... Oh, you know what? I'm going to say, like, right now, I give one fuck. Whoa! I just give one fuck. Like, I'm excited about it, but I'm not, like, I don't know. I'm not, like, dying for it. I like Stranger Things. I think it's going to be good, but I'm not, like... Can we say something right now? Let's well, do I'll it. wait till we're all done. Uh, no, I'll wait till everyone's fucks are. No, yeah, no. I mean, I think, like, one. Stuff like, stuff like that, my fucks will probably go up closer to it being out i'm not gonna we're not gonna be we're gonna be gone we're not gonna even be able to watch it right away um and i don't feel like i feel like i can wait i give one fuck jake jake got it one fuck about stranger things i respect it i get it abigail dude i already wrote it down a full five fucks are being given by me to stranger things season two yeah i like i had when I started watching the trailer, like, it opens, you see Eleven, like, a little fawn in the snow, like, sneaking out into that box, and she opens it up, and there's Egos waiting for her, and it's kind of, like, a little bit slow, and you already see, like, the next frame is the house, and it's kind of the stuff that we've seen uh, in the other trailers with the, uh, the kids dressed as Ghostbusters, um, and it kind of takes its time, and initially watching the trailer, I was like, oh, whatever, I'm maybe not so much into this, but as it starts to ramp up, I got, like, wave after wave of chills, and there's just some stuff I really like about this. I like the way that Eleven looks. I like her curly hair. She looks kind of like Ripley in Aliens. And I like the new redhead. I don't know her character at all, but I'm excited to see her. Um, it just brought up the same old feelings. And I liked, like, the bat at the end with the nails in it. I thought that looked really cool. And Lucille. Just yeah, it's like a bit better than Lucille. <laughs> so I just liked that show a lot. And it's a very, it's, I don't want to say guilty pleasure because it's just a quality show. Um and it's it plays so on hyped, King. though. It's hard yeah, to... Yeah, exactly. So, It's so saturated. Everybody loves it, but it's like you want... It's something that I actually enjoy being a part of that's almost like blown up to it's like, so bigger weird. proportions than I can normally handle. So. It's weird because it does feel like it's gotten towards... Like, like we watched Stranger Things, really enjoyed it. I'll be honest. Besides the fact that I know that there's going to be some really cool, like, 
Ghostbusters related references and other 80s movie stuff like I haven't thought about it that much since watching it and I feel like people hype it up the way that they hype up Walking Dead and I think one Mm -hmm. of the things that works against The Walking Dead it's nowhere near as good as the fans treat it and it hasn't been for a very long time in my opinion Mm. so the difference is I think that the the creative team combined with Netflix, the Duffer Brothers and Netflix, I feel like there's those are just they're quality filmmakers and they've they've got a good story arc. They're planning on four, maybe five total seasons, ten episodes each. I was about to say guys, Stephen King liked it, but he likes like all oh. of his movies and gives things glowing reviews. But yeah, I I think that because of the fact that it like the setting and the like the the costumes and like set design and the acting and it it feels so much like it's a it feels like a, something that was shot during that time mm-hmm. and it's it's a really fun i like i said i want to say guilty pleasure cuz watching it we binged it right. and like i felt like i didn't want to tell everyone because i was kind of late watching it right. so but going into it and going into season 2 i'm extremely excited i'm going to be open i'm going to let everyone know Jake did you watch the newest trailer yeah, I did. It, it looks great. Right. I mean, it, it looks yeah. good, yeah. Right. I think it's hard, you know, when you know that you're a couple days from shaking hands with Richard Dreyfus and talking with the kids from mm-hmm. It, it's hard to get excited about anything mm-hmm. other than those things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Especially Stranger Things. You guys Ooh. like what I did there? I like it. Just to recap, we're going into our fifth topic. Is this the Never fifth one? Right now. We're coming up on number five. That okay. Was, uh, that was four. Right now, what are our totals? How many fucks have you given out? I'm. I've given. Let's see. Minus five. five. Given, right. Uh, yeah. Six. I wait. I have three left. I've given seven. You've given seven. seven. Wait. Let me check. Jake, how many fucks have you given? I don't know. <laughs> okay. Jake has given four. F- five. five. I have given. Seven. 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 Yes. Jake, you have five fucks left to give. Abby, you have three fucks left to give. So this is good. No matter what, you guys are going to be able to care about the fifth topic. Mm-hmm. What like if we give zero? Then we're going to be able to go what? Buy a toy. Mm-hmm. That's the reward. Mm-hmm. Okay. We should have a we should have a yes have some store where you cash in your fucks for yes have some merchandise. <laughs> okay. But since the only people that even earn these fucks are the people who run the store and the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's basically like you're paying. Yourself. I just get to go to Chick Fil A after this. Yeah, you get so to get a it. sandwich. Okay, cool. Cool. Last, here we go. Screenwriter Zach Penn. He wrote X Men Two and X Men Three. He has an uncredited writing credit <laughs> for Men in Black. Okay. And he is also writing Ready Player One. He has been tapped to write a new Matrix movie. It is not a reboot. It is not a continuation but it does take place in the Matrix universe. Abigail Gardner, how many fucks do you give? I loved the first Matrix so much that I want to give this... I want to give this one fuck because the the follow-ups to that film were, like, so lackluster that... But that doesn't affect this. If this is someone who's a talented writer from what it sounds like, mm-hmm. um, who's got some experience... Who's cut their chops, as we say. Yeah, which I haven't seen, but it looks good. So maybe after seeing that movie, I will give more fucks. But at this point, I'm going to give one fuck and say that I love Trinity. And I hope that she somehow appears in this film. What was your opinion, uh, real quick, Mm -hmm. before you get to Jake? 
The Matrix came out in 1999. That would have made you about 14 years old. What did you think of Keanu Reeves at that moment in your life? I thought he was a cool breeze. Uh, like his name <laughs> means in Hawaiian, which I looked up on Wikipedia. I don't. I think a Wikipedia was around back then. Maybe no, not. I looked not. up on whatever fan website was created at the time, like a GeoCities or yeah, something. Yeah, like MatrixFans. MatrixFans.KeanuReeves.com, <laughs> and then I copied all that information into my diary. And I was a huge fan of his. Like I was obsessed, and I remember like trying to get my mom to buy the Matrix for like my dad for Christmas, even though he definitely wouldn't have cared. I was like, Yeah, no, he'd love it. We should. We should buy it. So that he could watch it slash me all the time. So I really liked it. Cool. You're a big Keanu fan. Mm-hmm. Big Keanu Reeves is still doing great. They just revealed that the... So they've been working on Bill and Ted 3 for a very long time. The title of Bill and Ted 3 is Bill and Ted Face the Music. Cool. Oh, wow. But that's, okay. that's irrelevant. Okay. Compared to what we're talking about it right is. now. Right, right. Well, I want to know about Jake's fucks. Jake, how many fucks yeah. do you know about this new Matrix? Well, let me tell you. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Man. I'm gonna okay. I'm gonna take my how many fucks that I have left five. You got five left, Jake. Check I'm gonna pocket. take I'm gonna take all five of those fucks. Yeah, and I'm, and I'm gonna go buy a toy because I don't give a fuck about this. Woo, <laughs> Jake wins. Wanna... Jake wins fuck budget. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. Ching ching. It's like Twin Peaks with the. Yeah. Can I cash in my fucks, please? Yes. Yeah. You get to get <laughs> one soundbite. kazoo, <laughs> two airheads. I'm going to make a little intro song, and it's going to start with Jake going, can I cash in my fucks, please? Uh, Jake, for, yeah. for, the, for the Yes Have Some audience who has sat here on pins and needles waiting for your opinion on The Matrix for almost two years, yeah. tell us uh, why you don't give a fuck say? about The Matrix. Why don't you give also, a- this is, has to be the most F-bombs we've ever dropped on the show. It Deal is. It. Is this going to like... Up our rating? Are we, are we like an NC-17 now? How many fucks are we allowed to say? Dude, no, I like... very downloaded TED Talk. So you guys are doing You good. like what? No, I was going to say, I, I like The Matrix fine. It's not like, okay. I don't think it's, I don't think it's this amazing piece of art that it was kind of presented as for a long time. And I know like it blew a lot of people's minds and it was good, but like I've, I've watched it, I don't know, a, a, a small handful. I've only watched it a couple times. And it's okay. fine, but it, I would never be like, oh, I love The Matrix. Uh, let's go watch The Fucking Matrix. Like, it's fine. Um, <laughs> two and, Jake, two and three, group, you would understand. Two and three were not very good. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I just don't care. Like, I, they're going to make another Matrix movie? I don't, I don't care. Like, is Keanu Reeves going to be in it? I would care more if he was because he is a weird, cool, like, he's, he is a cool very breeze. weird dude, just, and I do like cool him, breeze. but yeah, I still... I just don't. I just don't care about the Matrix enough to give it a fuck. I do like that scenario that you played out. It sounded like you're like hanging out with a bunch of tough guys. You're like, you know what we should do? We should go fucking watch the Matrix. Let's get over there. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay. I just don't even. I just don't even have much to say about the Matrix. Like, it's yeah. It's yeah. Did a you movie ever wear happened. a trench coat, Jake? Did like I wear a trench coat? Yeah, I've probably could, owned so. one, but not like, not because I watched the Matrix. <laughs> I might have stopped right. wearing one because of the Matrix. I was about. Here's the thing: a lot of people don't realize. Uh, most major scholars credit the Matrix for the internet boom of the late '90s. 
Oh, yeah. Okay. No. Mm. Listen, I like The Matrix. I always have a soft spot with it. I did real. I watched it fairly recently. With each time I watch it, it's becoming more dated. Yes. And more like. Yeah, that. I need to say this though. The reason that I loved it so much was because it was one of the few R-rated films that I was allowed to watch growing up in the environment that I did. Much like Braveheart, I felt like a weird like attraction to it that I could, like it was like an obsession because. Right. Like, for some reason, The Matrix was, like, an allegory for a lot of people who grew up in, like, Christian environments. Like, first, people looked at Neo as, like, a Christ-like character. So that was something that made it acceptable for us to watch. I liked it for the, all the other reasons, like, because of the fighting and, like, the, the, the flying and the magic. And Keanu Reeves. Keanu but, Reeves comes on screen, you're like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, it and doesn't hold like, up. Exactly, I want to say that. But exactly. I still give one fuck. Uh... I do I, think I, I do think the best thing about the Matrix movies is Hugo Weaving. He's very he's very fun to watch. Okay. Mr. Smith, got yeah, it. Mr. Agent Smith, Smith. he's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's good. Uh, old Larry Fishburne's good. Uh, I so I remember I was really into the Matrix. Like I had, I loved the first movie. I had the video game, which tied directly into Matrix Reloaded. I had Animatrix. I was all about the mythology and like like when you're like 16 having these conversations like could we actually be in the matrix? Like, have you really thought about that? And it's uh-huh. like, shut up, you idiot. But <laughs> I liked it a lot. Matrix, deja vu. Matri- deja vu. Glitch explain. In Glitch in the matrix. Totally explains it. Love it. <laughs> matrix reloaded. Not great. I remember coming out of the matrix reloaded. I think I was a senior in high school, maybe a junior. And my opinion of it was just because you made your movie a little bit confusing. Doesn't make it good. Hmm. Right? It's kind of the, like, some people would say that about some of David Lynch's. I was going to say Twin Peaks as soon as you said that. So. <laughs> like, so, just because it's weird and confusing doesn't make it good. But Twin Peaks is amazing. I give all my thoughts mm. to Twin Peaks. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so, as far as a new Matrix movie being made, I think people would have somewhat of an interest in it. I don't think the interest will be there. Like, when The Matrix came out, they were billing it as, like, our generation Star Wars. But then the trilogy was kind of a letdown. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> yes. So I don't yeah. know what the public interest would be. Like nostalgia maybe would drive it. Maybe if it was just a great movie, people would be really into it. But uh, I'm not sure. I, I I didn't really get a fuck budget tonight, but I'll give one fuck to that. Yeah, you should get one too. <laughs> Do I get a fuck? Next time, you, sure. next time you get sure. only one and you get to pick your most, the thing you care about most. The thing I cared about most of all the things we talked about was the Jurassic World trailer. I'm very excited about uh, another Jurassic Park movie. And mm-hmm. uh, we're going to be getting it before Star Wars, which means that's just going to be a fun night at the theater. Mm-hmm. It's just going to be a good time. Yeah. yeah. Cool. It's going to be a lot of fun. Well, Jake, you are our winner. You have the most fucks to spend on anything that you want. What are you gonna buy <laughs> yeah. yourself? Uh, let's let's say fucks have a, a a value that is undefined, and you can go buy any toy you wanted. What, what would you go buy? A better Star Wars trailer. Oh, <laughs> in toy form. I like that. That's good. I like where we went. Mm-hmm. Well, that wraps that up. I really enjoyed that. Thank mm-hmm. you guys for participating. Me too. And thank you for. Were you nervous going in blind? I could have come up with anything. Yeah, I was a yeah, little stressed. A little nervous, yeah. That was your stress this yeah, week? Yeah, because I'm just not so good with money. So it was tough for me to budget. <laughs> All right. Well, that was a lot of fun. Covered a lot of ground we this did week. Good. Uh, and it's really cool. I just want a toy, actually. I, I wish I could pick some. I don't know. You want to buy a toy, too? No, I want that Stephen LaRose holiday print of uh, what's her name from uh, Beetlejuice. Oh, the. Uh, oh, gosh. What oh. is her name? 
Winona uh, Ryder. Winona Ryder, yes. yes. Uh, everyone, somebody help me right What's now. What's her character's name? Lydia. We're not leaving until... Lydia. Lydia. Yes, it's uh, it's very cool. It was a beautiful print. It sold out really fast. It it's out. like a Gallery 88 exclusive. So. All right. Well, if, if, if anybody comes across one, send Just it out. buy it for me. Uh, Jim, do you have any final thoughts on anything that we covered in our 75th episode of Yes, Absolutely? No, I think... I think we're good, man. I don't. I don't know. I'm just ready to figure all this like spooky empire stuff out, so we can go and just like relax and have fun. I want to go to the pool. I mean, I know you were concerned about the financial aspect, but now that you have a couple extra fucks to spend, you should be good to go. I'm definitely. Yeah, I'm gonna be good. Do they accept those as payment for the? I think so. They're going to either that or a barrel. That or Barrel. That or Barrel. Yeah, Ooh, I for forgot sure. about Barrel. Barrel's gonna give us this whole thing. Abigail, anything else before we go? I took a 75 episodes to give a fuck, and I thought that was cool. There you go. Now we have so many fucks to give in the future. I can't wait. Very cool. Um, I think this would be like a good YouTube show. I don't know. No? We'll talk to you guys about Whew. that later. It's like yeah. movie fights. I like Except it. movie fights isn't gonna exist anymore because <laughs> the world's terrible. We can like take over. Oh, their... yeah. Oh, like Maybe, oh, yeah. Should I say that? Hey, also, men. It's fine. Stop. Ooh. Stop being. Stop. Just chill out. Abby, Abby, do you have any messages? I mean, I keep it in my pants. So, like, just, you know, keep it in yours. Be respectful. Yeah. Take that tonight. Take that power. All that stuff. All right. Uh. Before we go, I do want to remind everybody that you can check us out online at yeshavesomecast.com. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your uh, weekly podcasts. And you can subscribe. We would love for you to hit the subscribe button and leave us a five-star review. That helps us more than you know. Mm-hmm. Social media, you got facebook.com slash yeshavesomecast. Yes, have some group therapy on Facebook. You can search that. Come join the discussion. Have a little bit of fun with us online. Twitter and Instagram at yhspodcast. And the recently launched, still being working on, uh, still being worked on. I I have no fucks either. Yes, have some shop.com. We're going to be putting up more shirt designs. And uh, we really appreciate everybody's support. 75 episodes is uh, it's, it's a good feat, like, right? So we I want to buy mm-hmm. a t shirt. That's what I'm going to get with my two fucks. You're going to buy a yes, have some? I want that nice. YHSVH nice. t shirt. Yeah. Very we nice. should get 75. Uh, do you remember like Universal Studios? I'm all out of fucks. That's our team. I like that one. Uh, and we got Universal Studios had like their 75th anniversary uh, logo. We should have one for this episode. Like, the 75th mm. Oh, for sure. I like how I'm calling yeah. it uh, an anniversary, but it's clearly not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we've been doing this for almost two years. <laughs> well, and... we're out to dinner. You gave me jewelry. So. I did? No. Uh, for Jacob Walsh and Abigail Gardner, thank you so much for joining us mm-hmm. this week. We got a lot of fun stuff coming up, including a trip to Orlando and Halloween Horror Nights, Spooky Empire, and Disney World. We'll be talking more about that next week. Though. Mm-hmm. Ladies we're talking about Disney World next week. We're talking. It's an all Disney. All Disney. Uh, Epcot. Should we or shouldn't we? That's gonna uh, be next week. Epcot. How many zero fucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like food and drink now, isn't that what happened? Yeah, it's something else. It's always been something else. All right. Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next time. See you next time, guys. All right, guys. Thank you.